27th, Pigskin Ken Football Podcast. A very timely episode yesterday as Mel Tucker is out today. He has been fired by the university to be replaced by interim head coach Harlan Barnett, who has been acting in that role uh, during the suspension anyway. He is the secondary coach and now has the interim head coach title as well. We've talked about the Michigan State secondary has not been the strongest unit in recent years. The team itself now looks pretty dead on arrival. But today I'd like to talk about some different news. Uh, I would like to talk about Connor Wegman, the quarterback for Texas A&M, who has suffered a broken bone in his foot and will miss the remainder of the season to be replaced by Max Johnson. Now, Wegman was playing pretty well under Petrino in the new offense this year. He had an 8-2 touchdown-to-interception ratio, 8.2 yards per attempt, and he was completing about 69% of his passes. So you would think that'd be a pretty big loss, but we know Petrino is definitely a quarterback guru. He can have the next guy ready to go, and the next guy, Max Johnson... I think pretty highly of, and I think he's kind of a forgotten man in the SEC um, after being at LSU and doing some nice things. You know, he had a a real nice 2021, I want to say. Let's see what that was. Yeah, 2021 for LSU, he was 27 TDs to 6 picks, completing 60% of his passes. And uh, believe it, after... His Saturday uh, performance where he came in and uh, threw 11 passes in relief of Wegman, he threw two touchdowns, no picks, uh, over 11 yards per attempt. And now for his career, the guy's up to 42 touchdowns against seven picks. So he's taking care of the football, still throwing touchdowns. He's a big guy, like 6'5", and was also... Highly rated out of high school as well. He, he had some recruiting capital. Was ranked a 92 by 247 Sports. So I think there's definitely some potential here for Petrino to keep the offense on the up and up. A&M is interest, or in, entering a very interesting part of the schedule here. So they are now sitting at 3-1 and one after a pretty convincing 27-10 win over Auburn. The next three games are very, very interesting. We've got Arkansas at a neutral Arlington. Um, I do think, I kind of like A&M in that one. Um, while they stole the game from Arkansas last year on like a botched goal line situation where Arkansas either fumbled or threw a pick and it was returned all the way the opposite way for A&M to squeak out a win over Arkansas last year. This year, I think Arkansas kind of put everything they had into that LSU game to come up just short. I think they're going to be a little depleted uh, come this game. I like A&M against Arkansas quite a bit. So assuming they get that one, they'd be 4-1, they'd be 2-0 in the SEC, and then they'd host Alabama in a big SEC West showdown. After that would be tricky. They'd go at Tennessee, who Tennessee would then be off a bye for that one. So these next three games, I like their chance to get Arkansas. Obviously, 
Alabama is gettable. I, I you know, there's no guarantee they're getting that one. Uh, there's no guarantee they're losing it either. And same thing, I think, with the Tennessee game. But if they somehow get these next three, they are probably in the driver's seat or close to it, where it would probably come down to the season finale at LSU. Uh, it'd be really interesting to see Max Johnson try to go into Death Valley uh, and get that that uh, division-clinching win against his former team. Now I just want to give you guys um, a play on Thursday night action. As I've been doing really well on picks this year, I'd like to start logging these and see if we can keep the hot streak going. Uh, but I'm going to look at a Conference USA matchup. It's going to be Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee. That is going to be a Western home game. And the play here is going to be the under. I am taking the under 60.5 total points in this matchup. Um, you would think it's a scary thing to take an under on a Western Kentucky game with Austin Reed, Malachi Corley, and company. Um, they do tend to put up some big numbers. But I look at here that them facing Middle Tennessee, who have rated the number one defense in Conference USA. I have them with the top defensive line in the conference and the top linebacker core. I think they were maybe fourth in the secondary. So I, I'm hopeful that uh, the front seven on Middle Tennessee can shut down the Western run game and also get some pressure on Reed. But additionally, I like this one because when I look at some of the injury stuff I'm reading, it looks like quite a few of Western's receivers are banged up. So, pulling up preseason, I had uh, Western's... Let's look at their wide receiver depth chart here. Sorry. Uh, so, obviously, Malachi Corley is the top guy. But I had Michael Matheson, their number two. Dalvin Smith, third. Blue Smith, fourth. Uh, then Zevion Capers, Jimmy Holiday, Josh Stearns, Katie Hutchinson, etc., etc., I know I'm a nerd, um, but of those names that I just mentioned to you, the latest injury reports I can find have Matheson and both the Smiths as questionable. Um, no, I take that back. Matheson out indefinitely with the hip, so he's gone, and then Blue and Dalvin Smith are both questionable for Thursday. So, you know, you have two or three of your top four out, and it's a lot harder to get that over. Additionally, Western may be a little banged up from playing two pretty physical opponents in a row in Ohio State and Troy. So I think they may be a little bit battered and weary. And it really, the way this probably gets busted for us is if um, their defense is a sieve. Um, I don't think a whole lot particularly of Middle Tennessee's offense, but I also don't think much of Western's defense. So hopefully the Western defense rises to the challenge, uh, gives us a, a nice a little bit of resistance, just enough to keep us under the total in this one. But we're going under 60.5 for Middle Tennessee at Western Kentucky. That's all for today on the Pigskin Ken Football Podcast. See you tomorrow. Oh, and throw Detroit minus one and a half on the pile. Thursday night football. Packers suck. Lucky to get that one over the Saints. Peace.